You're listening to Wet Shaving Talk, powered by Sharpologist.com, where we're dedicated to preserving the art and skill of classic shaving. I'm your host, Joe Burley, and today is January 2nd, 2022. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast, the very first podcast of 2023. That's right, 2022 in the books. What an exciting year for wet shaving. So many things going on in the wet shaving world. You know, I cannot believe that the year is actually over and we're starting a new one already. 2022 feels like it went through a flash and so many things happened between getting out of a pandemic, getting into into the new normal or whatever we call normal now these days. Uh, so much has happened, but it does seem like um, we're on the upswing here. So it looks great. Uh, looking forward to going through 2023 and the all of the wet shaving adventures to come to come across for all of us because I have a feeling it's going to be a great year. So first, I wanted to say thank you for uh, listening, guys. I know uh, this last past year was very difficult for me to get a lot of shows on time. Uh, I know um, you know a few things happened here personally for me and and in the and then you know just with my work and all that stuff. So I wanted to say thank you for your patience. Thank you for um, you know the emails and checking up on me and everything like that. I am uh, actually going through everything now and catching up. Uh, a little background if you guys are new to listening to the show. I am a retail manager. I go through a lot during um, the fourth quarter at my work. So, I mean, it, it's a lot of hours. And I can tell you there was a few hours where I was doing, you know, well over 75 hours a week. So, um, it does make it a little bit difficult to get the, the cast on time, that, and just all that stuff. So I do appreciate, you know, your patience there and, and understanding, but wow, what a, what, what a beautiful holiday season though. I got to say it was really nice, especially when I saw like shave of the days on, on the forums and stuff. It was amazing how much new stuff has come out and how many seasonal items and all these, these themed shave of the days on Facebook and, and uh, you know, all forums and all that stuff. It was great. Cause I, I'm a member of most of the forums and I do lurk on a lot of them actually myself and I just really like one thing I've noticed about 2022 is this was the first year I saw a lot of themed shaves all throughout the year. Like, you know, hey, I'm doing a Christmas theme shave and I have a red brush with a green this and that and just, you know, and then holiday scented soaps, you know, a lot of that this year. So I thought that was really interesting and I thought really, um, really cool to see. And I hope to see more of that in the future. But uh, today on the show, we're going to talk a little bit about what's in store for 2023, my thoughts on the industry. Uh, usually at this time of the year, I write an article on my predictions for uh, the year, and I usually send it to Sharpologists. I'm in the process of doing that now that I have a little bit more time on my hands and that I can be able to really get more involved and get everything basically submitted on time. Uh, so what's in store for 2023? Uh, Islesworth Razors. A uh, new American razor company I've been checking a look at. Been around a few months now, maybe maybe closer to the year. Uh, they've been they've been getting some good press. Uh, just took a look at some of their stuff and uh, really exciting stuff to see there. Another CNC machined razor coming from the United States. Wet shaving New Year resolutions. Do you have any? I'm going to tell you mine and how to write your own, and how to incorporate visiting wet shaving based places while traveling. Are you making a trip to New York, to Boston? Are you going to a different country? Are you going to, to, to the UK? What do you do as a wet shaver? How do you get away to go see what you want, not affect the rest of your vacation, and kind of and uh, kind of slip that in while traveling? 
I'll give you a couple of my advice, my, uh, my advice in that area and some hints and much more. So guys, without further ado, let's get on with the show. So what's in store for 2023? Well, I think that 2022 is definitely a monumental year in the wet shaving world. You know, as I mentioned in the, in the intro, we saw a lot of themed shave of the days with a lot of people just you know matching stuff up, matching brands up, matching up colors, and just having good background pictures and stuff. So it's kind of like, uh, I don't know if you guys follow any watch forums, or most of the watch forums are a guy behind the, watch, uh, the wheel of his car, and they have the steering wheel pick with their their watch. You know, that's probably 95% of the watch pictures, that and also, you know, taking it out in the wilderness or, or something else like that out in the woods or out by the ocean, you know, that, so to me, that gets a little bit repetitious, a little boring, but with wet shaving, I've been seeing people take pictures in wood shops. I've seen, you know, by a Creek or by a Lake, I've seen pictures being taken on a boat. I've seen pictures being taken in, you know, themed like backgrounds and stuff like that. So, I mean, I've seen a lot more, a lot of interesting shave of the days, some stuff that I really find interesting. So I think we'll see more of that. I think we'll see more sets coming from these uh, vendors, and artisans, you'll see more like themed sets, more bigger sets. You know, for example, we had Barrister and Man had for their Halloween set, they had like eight soaps or six soaps, seven soaps or something like that. They had a bunch of stuff like set up for it and then we can buy it in a set. Also, uh, you know, you're looking at Holy Black. They came out with a set with seven soaps, right? A seven day set soap for Halloween. So, I mean, seeing a couple more of those. I think we'll see a little bit more of that. I think those kits are one, a great way to have a collectible piece that can be, you know, stored or, uh, you know, displayed, right? Two, it gives uh, a, the vendors a great opportunity to make a big set and get a big sale, right? They get a big sale from you and they can get, you know, a bigger ticket ring, basically. And three, it's just cooler for us to collect. But the problem is when I buy these sets, I don't want to use them. They look so great. I don't want to rip up that holy black set and then use it and then not, not and then not have it look as perfect as it did when it came out of the box. It looks so nice you know, as a, as a display piece, but I got to learn that, Hey, you got to use this stuff, use it or lose it. Right. Every piece of my, my collection I do use, I don't have any, um, any, anything that sits on, like we used to call it in the car business. They call them the trailer Queens where they just come off and go on a trailer and come off a trailer and go to the car show. No, everything I have is used. And, uh, from the bottom dial that I own to my BBS one, whatever collectible razor, even, the double rings, you know, those things. I use them. I try to view them out. I may not use them often, but I do use them. So, uh, so first, I think we'll see more theme sets and theme shave of the days coming out for 2023. You know, honestly, I think we're going to see a couple more CNC machine uh, razor makers. I think we're going to see a lot more double edge razors. I think we'll see, you know, last year, I think we saw four or five new companies enter the business. Maybe, I think even maybe even six or seven. That was the most I've ever seen. So I think we're going to see more of that as more people get into it. You're seeing a lot of uh, people with CNC machines. You now they're like, "Hey, I can do this." You know, like 3D printers. They can make a C- they can make a, a safety razor and stuff like that through that. And I think we might actually see a couple of straight razor producers coming out just because of the the demand and because of the popularity is getting up there. You know, it is getting popular. It is there are more wet shavers I think than ever, and it's getting to be you know more and more fun. As for uh, things I think we might, you know, we might also see, might see more brick and mortar stores pop up, but I I don't know if too much is going to happen with that. But I do think that uh, the vendors are going to get a little more aggressive this year uh, with, you know, 
with the pandemic putting everybody down for two years, three years, and now we're really out of it or seems to be out of it to where we can just have um, have fun again. But I do also think we will see higher prices, as I mentioned last year. With everything going on right now you know, in the world, I do think that the price will go up for a little bit longer and then will subside here soon. I, I thought last year it would kind of subside a little bit sooner, but with the inflation aspect in the United States, it does look like the prices are going to go up. A lot of things have gone up and will probably stay up there for a little while. So uh, be kind to the vendors, be kind to the artisans. And understand that, you know, it's not their fault. They're doing it. They all have, we all have to make a living just like they do. So understand that, hey, guys, you know, we on, we, we're, we're on your team. You know, we understand. We'll pay the extra couple bucks. Uh, we'll, we, you know, we'll, we'll split the shipping if needed, you know. So if you have any thoughts for 2023 and you wanted to share them with me, just send me an email. Uh, news at gmail.com. I'll get to it and I'll see if I can uh, get back to you as soon as possible. Like I said, I got a lot more time. I'm going to be respond. I'm going to be going through all the emails and responding to them each and every one. And, uh, again, got some, some more, uh, some for free stuff here soon. So hopefully in the next uh, few weeks, we'll have that going. So moving on to the Owlsworth, I think it's called Aylesworth razors which is a new safety razor company out of the united states relatively new uh it comes from a wet shaving enthusiast slash 3d artist or cnc artist uh all made from cnc steel and cnc copper uh these razors come up uh with two different types of base plates a more aggressive base plate a little finer one and uh, both are available on both models both models are about under 200 dollars or around that 200 dollar mark so you are, you know, they are priced you know, mid range for the razor like that. I have seen some good reviews, but not much reviews uh, on it. Uh, the design is a pretty standard three piece razor, nice handle. Uh, it doesn't look polished from what I see. I'm not sure if that's aluminum or stainless steel when I was looking at it, but I know there's a brass one that looked pretty interesting. But yeah, that's a new razor company. Again, it just came out. I saw it a little bit on their website. Not much on the company itself. On there, it's a pretty basic website, but it does look pretty interesting, and I'm really supportive of seeing you know, new artisans coming out with razors and just selling them. The uh, thing is, if you are an enthusiast, you know, about five years ago, six years ago, right, you can go out and you can pretty much have one of everybody's razors. You had about five or six, maybe seven people in the game, right? Well, now you got about, I think there's about 18 or 19 right now uh, making razors, so it's really hard to get in there and be able to buy a Henson razor, an Ellsworth razor, uh, you know, a Wolfman razor, this guy's razor. You know, it's hard to get that whole collection without having to spend about, you know, several thousand dollars. So understand that when you buy the razor, you know, remember you can always sell or trade it for about anywhere from full value to about, you know, 75% of what you paid and be offer free shipping on, 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 you know, eBay or wherever you do it or, or on uh, Facebook Marketplace, the regular Marketplace. Just understand that you're going to probably have to market down a little bit. So don't be worried so much about using it and losing it, you know, losing money on it. Just enjoy it. You know, try them all. Try as many as you can. That's the fun of it. Now, for me, I'm kind of holding back on buying razors right now. I'll buy some uh, mid-year. But, you know, the collection's getting big at home, and i got to start, you know, unleashing some of this stuff because I don't – I have – after you know 12 years 13 years whatever collecting you do end up even with the the small stuff the cheaper stuff you end up collecting a lot and having a ton of stuff so yeah uh, that's what my recommendation if you guys want to try more and more razors you know with all these great razors coming out and all this high prices it's tough to keep up 
buy one, use it for a little while, trade it against something else or sell it and uh, just get something new. And then just remember, you can always go back and buy it again if you really love it. Moving along to uh, wet shaving New Year resolutions. This is something that I, I really love to talk about because it's weird because it's different for everybody, right? So what are your wet shaving resolutions? What do you plan on doing this year? Do you have anything in general? Like a lot of guys will say, hey, I'm going on a sabbatical this year. I'm not going to buy anything, right? Well, mine, I have three. I try to keep all my New Year's resolutions, my professional ones to about three bullet points, my personal ones to about three bullet points, and then my I actually do my hobbies and my fun to uh, uh, several bullet points per hobby. So I'm really into wet shaving is probably my number one hobby, right? And then my number two hobby would be, you know, I'm also into uh, mechanical watches. I love you know, Swiss watches. I love stuff like that. Although that's a way more, well, it's a way, way, way more expensive hobby than it is than wet shaving by by far. That's why it's not really a hobby for me. I have a couple of pieces that I own. And that's all I'm really going to own. Uh, recently, I did for my watch collection, I did buy a Casio calculator watch, which is the thing that you would see Marty McFly wear in Back to the Future. Very popular watch. It was $19.99 or something like that on Amazon. I picked one up. I can tell you that I enjoy it. It's probably one of my favorite watches I've ever had. And it was a watch that probably would have got me beaten up back when I was a kid if I wore it. It was like kind of a little bit of a nerdy watch. But it's really fun to have now. And I get a lot of compliments on it, believe it or not. Like, oh, wow, you have a calculator watch. It's so awesome. And it's just fun to wear every day. Uh, that's that's part of that hobby, right? I have a couple. Love that hobby. Uh, but not really too active in that because it's really difficult to get active in that. But uh, my three wet shaving resolutions, right? So, again, I like I told you, I have three for this, three for that, and three for wet shaving. Uh, I want to shave with a straight razor at least two times per week. I have gone off the the bandwagon with the straight razors lately, uh, mainly since I grew a partial beard. So I have a beard, and I shaved my neck, and I shaved part of it. And since I've done that, I've gone off a little bit on the wet on the on the straight razor, and that's something that I used to primarily use for years. For over five or six years, I used nothing but a straight razor, primarily one straight razor. Right. So I love straight razors. I love using them. But I haven't been messing with them mainly because of a time essence. So I'm going to dedicate more time and use it at least two times per week. On my days off, to start, and then I'll get back into the game. i got to sell several items that are no longer getting use. I have so much stuff that are that I really don't belong with me anymore. They belong with collectors. They belong with somebody else that will appreciate it more because I just don't have time to use it. If you have over 50 razors, you know what I'm saying. I don't have 50 at the point anymore. But I have quite a few that just don't get much use because I use primarily about 10 to 15 of them on a daily basis. 10, you know, about 10 safety razors and I use about five, you know, five or six straight razors, right? But I have way more than that. So, yeah, I'm going to unleash some stuff. I got to get rid of that. And I want to try at least one new soap artisan per month for the rest of the year. So that would be 12 different artisans. I want to try somebody I haven't tried yet for the rest of the year. Now, there, there are over 80 uh, wet shaving soap and aftershave producers right now. I can tell you that right now. I have it all listed. I've seen them every year. I add about five or six, and we lose about three or four. So it stays pretty pretty close to being about even. It's been about 80 for a few years. I'm going to try one a month. I want to try something new, a new vendor, a new artisan every month and try it and then let you guys know what I see, maybe write a review on it. It doesn't matter. I just want to use it. I want to try something different and get back into the game of new items and new stuff. 
So that's my three wet shaving resolutions for the year. Three basic ones. Of course, there's more you know personal goals I have with wet shaving. Like one, I want to try some new blades. Two, I want to get more involved in the forums. I want to start getting blogging again and all that stuff. Getting more involved with that. But that's different. These are going to be three basic ones just of wet shaving the 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 hobby in general, right? So let me know your wet shaving resolutions. I've said this a couple of years in the past. Let me know. Just send me an email. Let me know, hey, this is what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, just sharing what, you know, what I thought of. Write it down somewhere. Put a note on your phone. Make a note of it. And then check it out in about six months to see if you're still going for that goal. Uh, you know, goal could also be, hey, I got a special razor that I want. I want a Wolfman razor or I want a Henson razor. I'm going to put that on my goal sheet. I'm going to save up for it. I'm going to sell some stuff. And I'm going to get a few extra bucks. I'm going to go all in and buy it. And I'm going to wait by the mailbox like a little kid on Christmas uh, waiting for my razor to come for the next week. You know, that's kind of how I am. So that's uh, and, that, and it makes it a little bit more fun, makes the hunt a little bit more fun too. So that could be a resolution as well. So if you need help with a resolution, let me know. Uh, email me. And if you got a good one, also email me. All right, guys, moving along, uh, we're looking at traveling while and adding stops when, tra- excuse me, adding wet shaving stops and traveling. So I've, I like to travel. I've been traveling places for a while. And one thing I'd love to do is I'd love to hit up or look and see if there's any wet shaving shops around me. Prime example is if you go to New York, you got to go to Pastors, right? If you go to um, California, you're going to want to go to West Coast Shaving. If you're going to... Arizona, you want to go hit up uh, Razor Emporium and all those places. There's a bunch of artisans in, in, in um, Arizona. So, how do you get to do it? You go into you know how do you get there without making a disturbance with your family? Okay, this can be a big one because usually if you're going with your wife, your kids, or your or you know significant others, there could be an agenda, and wet shaving may not be. The, my, the main thing there that you're, is on your agenda, right? May your significant other, your family may not be like, hey, we don't have time, whatever. Well, I'm here to tell you, make a little time, and this is how you do it. And this is how I did it. Uh, once you know where you're going, uh, of course, Google, Google, and Google, uh, wet shaving closest, or wet shaving, and then put in the, the, the closest name. So wet shaving New York. And you'll see a bunch of places pop up that you might want to see, that you might, that you might want to visit. Uh, make a note of where they are, and then know where you're where you're staying. All right. So say you're staying in New York City or staying in Manhattan, and you're exactly ten blocks away from Pasteur's Pharmacy, which is going to be on Lexington and something, right, by the Empire State Building, and you're going to be about ten miles away or ten blocks away. All right. So you know that. Add the stop on your trip. Right. If you tell your family, hey, I want to make a stop real quick. Can we stop here? It's very close to where we are. And make a stop because I want to go check out for some shaving stuff. You know, this might cause a little bit of an issue. But if you add the stop and add some time on one of the days, say, hey, look, we're going to be really close to Pastor's today in New York. Uh, let's take the subway two extra stops and let's go see that place so I can go there. And then we'll go hit up the Empire State Building right after, right? So you can kind of co- – it's really easy for Pastor's because it's right by the Empire State Building. You can literally walk to it. So that's kind of what I'm saying, like go there first. So add the stop in your trip and, and a lot save enough time to where you can do a few minutes in there and then still do what you're supposed to be doing, right? So you don't get anybody upset. So add, add another half hour, 45 minutes, and then stick to it. 
post in a form that you're visiting the area and ask if there's any wet shaving places or who to contact, right? So if you got a little bit of time, post in a forum, Facebook, someplace, Reddit, whatever you go on. Say, hey, I'm going to New Jersey. Where are there, are there any wet shaving places close to where I'm staying? I'm going to be staying here. Guaranteed somebody's going to say something within within 24 hours. Give yourself some time. Do it at least a month or two in advance. Look for it. You know, ask and then take advice and then message these people that you talk to or you see that message and say, hey, look, I'm going there or whatever. You might actually meet a new friend too. You might be able to do a meetup and see some really cool stuff or see somebody's cool collection. Plan your stay, how long you'll be there and reach out to the place to make sure they're open. Big time important. If you're going to New York and you're going to be there on a Sunday, Pasteur's is closed. So you're not going to be able to go to it. So you'd have to go see them Saturday. This is something that I did one time when I went there. I told my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, I said, hey, look, I want to go to this place to go buy some soaps. Can we go? And she's like, yeah, sure. They're clo- we'll go on Sunday. We don't have much plan. I said, they're closed on Sunday. Let's go on this time. Ended up going there for and giving myself about 40 minutes. Got what I had to get. Had an, had an amazing time in and out, right? Really just making sure that you plan it out and communicate with you, with your um, your family and whoever you're traveling with and let them know that you want to go there. Contact the place themselves. Make sure they're going to be there. You know, I think somebody said Razor Emporium is only open certain days or only certain hours. Sometimes they don't open if they, you know, if they have something going on. So call them and say, hey, are you going to be there? Are you going to be open? Because I'd like to visit you this day. And then plan your trip around those factors. So know where you're going. Google places around it. Add the stop to your trip. You can do it on on MapQuest, on a piece of paper if you do that, or on, you know, virtually. Post in a form that you're going there and ask for advice or ask for good places to go to. You might actually find a great place for lunch as well. And then plan your stay, how long you'll be there, and reach out to the place to make sure they're open. Very important. Make sure that they're there or else you won't be able to do anything. So I hope this helps you guys when you go traveling to go visit a wet shaving place and to have some time to honestly treat yourself because you guys deserve it. All right, everyone. That... That concludes the show for this week. Uh, Remember, our show is powered by Sharpologist.com, which your father didn't teach you about shaving. Special thanks to uh, Mark Mantic 59 for everything that he does in the wet shaving community. And most of all, you guys, the listeners. So, guys, again, our show will be on the 16th of January 2023. Until then, shave straight and shave safe. Bye-bye now.